You're listening to Gifted with Sheila White, a podcast that will inspire you. Its purpose is to uplift and entertain creatives to pursue their passions through their gifts. Sheila White is a film and television producer, author, and entrepreneur. And in each episode, Sheila talks with gifted individuals about their journey and the lessons they've learned. It will also inspire you to make an impact, living your best purpose-driven life with clarity. And now, here's your host, Sheila White. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Gifted with Sheila White, where we talk to individuals who are using their gifts and talents to impact the world. Mm -hmm. You know, in this fast-paced world that we're living in, overworked, chronically stressed world, there is an increasingly desire to live a more purposeful and fulfilling, joyous life. Well, Ladies and gentlemen, my guest today is Mr. Dentley. Mr. Dentley raises the bar wherever he goes. He is the CEO of JD3TV. He is an international best-selling author. His awards and his accolades internationally and nationally are just too numerous to mention that he has won over the years. He works with nonprofits and charitable organizations giving, and he's been recognized by many organizations worldwide. He is the star of the documentary, It's Time to Win, and, and he has a television host, a show called it's Time to Win on JD3TV. His appearance, he also has appearances in other movies that'll be coming up. I don't know if we'll get a chance to talk about that. Some of it is top secret, but the thing about it is, is this man is proof that it doesn't matter where you start. It is where you end up. And he has landed on tops. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so excited. We've got somebody in the house today that's going to bring it. He's the hostess with the mostest. And you know what? Um, his journey and his legacy goes on and on and on. Welcome, Mr. Dentley, to the show. Well, hello. I'm excited to finally be here. Yes, yes. You know, busy people with busy time constraints, it's hard to get them in this seat. Um, he is a pioneer. He is a maverick. <laughs> he is a trailblazer. And uh, we are so excited. So, Mr. Dentley, um, as I call him Mr. D, let's go a little bit into your backstory, because a lot of people don't know how you got started. They think maybe you've had a silver spoon in your mouth. So give us a little bit of your backstory and where you got to today. Wow. <laughs> well, you know, in my story, it really begins with my mom. Uh, my mother raised myself and my three sisters uh, to love one another, to uh, be committed to one another, mm. to operate as a unit, you know, uh, that w what we always knew we had was each other. And she had a, a sign on her freezer, on our freezer when I was a little boy, and it just said, think. I can visualize that sign right now. And uh, I've always been a thinking child, sometimes trying to think my way into trouble and then think my way back out of trouble. But by her working in the grocery store in the daytime and a dentist's office at night, we didn't have a lot. So I developed a tremendous work ethic because I would go out there and and, and, sh and knock on the neighbor's doors and shovel their snow for a quarter or 50 cents if I could shovel the front and the back or rake their leaves or carry a groceries and then go get a paper route when I got a little bit older and, and just kept working and working and working. I just, I never uh, had a fear of, of working and going out there to try to find a uh, work and I would bring money home so I can get the things I wanted, but I always would share it with my sisters 
and my mother as well. So it began there as far as the foundation. Mm -hmm. And she also raises in a church. And mm -hmm. I believe that when times go wrong, you don't hit rock bottom, you really hit rock foundation. Mm -hmm. And my foundation was that church. So no matter how bad it get or how mad I messed it up, I knew there was a, a faith walk, a love walk, a forgiveness walk, a redemption that was in there. If I would get back up, I can make it and figure this whole life thing out. So, you know, from managing restaurants and being the youngest general manager in a restaurant chain, mm -hmm. and then moving out from Chicago to Texas and running um, a steak and lobster restaurants with about 150 to 200 employees, and then coming back to become an entrepreneur, you know, to build mm -hmm. my own dream and, and to make the mistakes and uh, make a lot of money and lose a lot of money repeatedly over mm -hmm. and over and over again to try to find out where I fit while trying to find out who I was. Mm. And and it's been such a journey. And I would tell you that if I look back on the breadcrumbs of my life, and I always say, uh, Ms. White, that you live life forward, you understand life backwards. Wow. I look back, just like if you were, if somebody had, if somebody had poison in their system, they would look at, to find the poison, find out what it was, and go back to break it down to find out where it came from. Mm -hmm. and how it was developed. If they had a great recipe, you'd break the recipe, the ingredients down to find out how you duplicate and what's really in this great uh, recipe, this great outcome, this great dish that you have. And success is the same way. You know, as I look back and break down the, the recipe, the breadcrumbs of my life, uh, there is a, a structure there. There's a reason why it happened. And after working with over thousands, with thousands of people and being in front of over a million people in my career, and I've been able to find for most people that mm -hmm. there's a formula and a recipe that if you follow it true, then you'll be able to live the life you dream of. You know, and let's talk about that a little bit about that recipe and those ingredients, because you have inspired thousands over the years. As a matter of fact, you've created about 83, 84 millionaires through the years. What was the recipe that you, as a common thread that you talked to people about that you kind of said, you need a little bit of this, you need a little bit of that. I know you're a disciplined person, so it takes discipline, but you you mentioned hard work and thinking. Um, what were some of those ingredients that you put into those millionaires to help them to become millionaires? Yeah. Well, first of all, it's a sense of awareness. Mm. And you understand that if it's possible in life, it's possible in your life. Because mm. if you're not aware or you don't believe or you don't, if you can't see your way through, then there is no way through for you because you create what you dwell upon. You know, you create your most dominant thoughts. Your thoughts even drive your emotions. If I see you and I see that smile of yours <laughs> and, and I say, oh, here comes Sheila and I'm excited <laughs> and it, it, it drives your emotion in your in your body and your spirit. Mm -hmm. But if it's someone that you hold some resentment towards, it drives another emotion in the body and spirit. So you have to have a sense of awareness, first of all, that there's more to you. There's mm -hmm. more for you to do and it's your success not only is someone else's miracle, but when you fail to try your best to win, then somebody mm -hmm. else always loses. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And it's important because um, there's so many obstacles and setbacks that people have in life. But with the, all of the setbacks that you've had, the obstacles you pursued, you kept going, you didn't stop. What would you say was the thing that you that made you sore, that made you not give up? I know you talked about sleeping in your car in some tough times, but what was that thing, that ingredient that you said, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep going. I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> 
successful people are crazy people and success is all relevant. It's not always about money or business or accolades. It's whatever, when you're in pursuit of a worthy ideal, you can accomplish that. You live Mm -hmm. your life and happy knowing that you impacted someone else's life or you did something that perhaps had never been done in your family, something that you can measure and grow. Uh, The crazy people are the ones that do that. You know, Mm -hmm. as an entrepreneur, we're so crazy. We'd rather work 100 hours for free than work 40 hours for a paycheck. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. <laughs> that's true that is really true a lot of entrepreneurs feel that way they're they're going to places that they hate to go to every day um it's like they're clocking in and they're clocking out and they're on that that little little that little wheel that little wheel that turns over around and around and uh but it means something to have the courage to stop um you didn't stop you know let's talk about it's time to win because over the years, all of the ost- obstacles, the setbacks, the things that have happened, you kept going and something in you was just driving you. It's time to win. Let's talk a little bit about the documentary, first of all, because we're excited about that. Your life looking backwards and then bringing it up to today. It's time to win. Well, you know what? When the documentary was put together, um, I was told that there was too much in my life. It would be a two-hour feature film. We got to get it to 45 minutes mm. and whittle it down. Because when you go through your life and you start looking at it, we, we look at our life in sound bites. We don't keep the story connected. Extremely mm. important that you keep the story connected. It will direct your path. It will let you know. It will speak to you. It will let you know where you've been. It, it will open up some things for you uh, when you have uh, uh, that realization. The second part of it is that a life worth living is worth recording. Mm. You know, I learned a long time ago that, and I stand in front of rooms, man, I've literally been in front of stages for over a decade where there were 20,000 people every quarter in front of me. And mm. literally, I would go talk to people because I was loving intergate. I didn't like to be on a stage and just disconnect. I like to <laughs> go down there and know who people are, you know, mm. because when I was at my lowest point, I never forgot it and never uh, lost the humility of it and found power in that humility. And mm. when you meet people, when you find out uh, the things they're going through, it's really the way you reference it because it's not what you go through. It's always what you grow through mm. It's what you persevere. And you have to understand that you change your life by the books you read and the information that you're taking in. Okay. And taking in information sometimes is like collecting pieces of a puzzle, but there's mm. no picture on the box. Okay. So you've got all these pieces. You don't know where they go, but you keep collecting pieces. Most people stop collecting because if you get enough pieces, you'll see where they go. They start to match mm-hmm. and you separate them out based upon how they can fit. And then a big piece may come into your life and then everything fits together. The second part of that is, is that you have to show up. 80% of success comes in showing up, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you have to show up in order to be able to create new relationships. You know, we can get stuck in a rut and we get our clicks and we stay there and nobody else knows us. And that's okay. Love the people Mm -hmm. you're with. You don't ever leave your friends. But the bottom line is that if you create bigger goals and bigger dreams, you create separation. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. why do you want something more? Who Mm -hmm. is it for? It has to be outside of yourself because we can't take anything with us. Mm. Not one thing belongs to us. It's all on loan. So who can you do it for? Because if you can touch the life of somebody else, which we all do. Mm-hmm. then you mm-hmm. impact the world and you live forever mm-hmm. because your children are not here. If not for the decisions you made, your parents made, your grandparents made, your great, great grandparents made. But the problem yes. is this, 
most people don't know their great great grandparents. They don't know who they are. They don't know their right. names. They've never seen a yeah. photo. Yeah. If it wasn't for them, they would not be here. And if yeah. that is true, that means when you have children and great and great grandchildren and great great grandchildren, they won't even know you existed. Wow. Wow. But guess what? They may have your nose, your eyes, or your ways. Because the <laughs> DNA, the God inside of you always knows. Yeah. It's yeah. just the intellect is where it gets lost. You know, that's so interesting because we talk about the pieces of the puzzle. Another puzzle in your life is JD3 TV. How does that fit in? Because you already had a full plate. You were you're an entrepreneur, you're a best-selling author, you're a great orator, um, you're traveling all over the world, speaking, doing so many things. And this piece of the puzzle comes into your life. Where did that come from as far as how did it get started? Because you didn't have to take on another another monumental task in life. So where did JD3TV's idea come from? Well, in business, it's always solving a problem and filling a need. People have been chasing me to start a network over a decade ago, but I felt that they did it with the intention of them making money uh, mm. off of what I did. And mm. I didn't trust mm. them because they didn't have the success they told me that I could deliver. They had nothing, mm. not even success in any area where I could stand on it. I just, there was a lack of trust there. So I opted not to do it. When COVID came to visit and mm. we didn't know when it was going to leave. Yeah, um, it's true. It's when COVID true. dropped by our lives, you know, as a speaker, um, no one had a place to go speak. There were no audiences. There were no concerts. Mm. Um, people could not gather together. I was very fortunate because I understood and had built a residual income. So my mm. income did not get affected. Matter of fact, it grew during COVID. But mm. all of my friends who were in the speaking arena, their income stopped. But their mm. lifestyle didn't stop. Just like a lot of churches, mm. they couldn't get wow. people inside the church, but the bills kept coming. Yeah. They didn't get a yeah. relief on water bills because COVID came, right? So everything stopped. So I knew people were going to be in a hole and I had been training speakers for so long and I really mm. cared about them. I would create events so they had some place to speak. I was very protective. And mm. I looked on television one day and I said, wow, all the talk shows are bringing everybody in virtually. Why don't mm. I do the same thing? I've got okay. people with great skill sets, great gifts, uh, just, just great knowledge, you know, great expertise that they can share with the world that make their life better, make things faster, make yeah. them easier, teach people about money, teach people about relationships so they don't feel alone and there's a way out, to teach yeah. people about film and, and, and film mm -hmm. development, all mm -hmm. of these things. So we said, well, why don't we just create a, a network and we bring everyone in to streaming mm -hmm. TV and now we're bringing in podcasting as well, mm -hmm. but to bring it in and podcasting were flourishing. But the mm. streaming platform, you look at Netflix, you look at the HBO, you look at the um, AT&T Direct, it's, it's so big. Yeah, It's really yeah. the biggest platform that's out there. And then here comes podcasting. So mm. what if you can do a hybrid and bring mm. these things together and help people to green light their own show? Everyone has a network of someone. And right. what if we did it and we shared all of the re revenue and wealth with the show hosts? What if we did it so if we got rich, then they can get an opportunity to get rich or be mm. well off as well. And mm -hmm. why don't we give them everything to support them to bring it out, to mm. be able to speak into that camera, to create that impact, that connection that people are waiting for? Because people need to know your story and they need to uh, they need to hear your voice. And, and sometimes they can only hear your voice. Mm. And if you're not speaking, then they lose.
Wow, wow. It's like li- listen to the drummer, you know, a different drummer of a different beat and things like that. Um, the Five Frequencies, that book, you're a best-selling author. Um, what motivates you to write that book? Because in it, I've, I've read it more than one time. There's so many nuggets that you put into that book. Um, let's talk a little bit about frequencies and how they affect us in our life, world, and affairs. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is people always mention that book. Well, I actually wrote and written five books and six workbooks. <laughs> Most people don't even know that. Um, you know, the five frequencies are about tapping into energy. They're putting mm-hmm. yourself in a space where you can operate on 10, get clarity, and mm-hmm. get out of the muck and stay there. To wake up and be happy every single day. I mean, there were days in my life, I'll be honest with you, when I wanted to kill myself. Mm-hmm. I've had dark days. I've been homeless. I've had to, I checked myself into rehab. I've been through stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, but as you go through it, you learn that you can get through it and other people can get through it as well. And other people have probably gotten through it, but when you, those dark spaces, you feel really, really alone. So the mm-hmm. five frequencies is about tapping into a higher frequency to finding a God inside of you and wow. the God that's in the universe that you can wow. tap in and get in a state of flow and see mm. different. Like mm. I said, it's a brand new walk, a brand new talk. You just mm. can shift and Ooh. it can happen for anyone. So frequency is just about understanding that there's energy and a power around all of us that we don't mm. realize and don't tap into. Because right now, mm. in every room, whoever's listening to this podcast, yeah. there is yeah. music in that room right now, mm. but they can't hear it. But wow. if they put a radio in that room and plugged it up and turned it on, they turn it to a channel, they hear that music. Mm, was was wow. the music in the radio or was did the radio just pick up the vibration that's mm. already in that room? Wow. Wow. That's powerful. That's deep. And you mentioned a little bit about the spirituality growing up with your mom and what she put into you. How important is your faith to you? Because doing what you do, you have to have a, a very mounted faith every day, just dealing with the type of businesses that you have, doing what you're doing. How is important is, is faith to you in your walk? Yeah. Well, all of us can attest to there's times in our life, the longer we live, that mm. we did not save ourselves. We mm. begin with the understanding that we did not create ourselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we'll true. live with and learn that we do not fix ourselves. Okay. <laughs> <Woo. tell> you, <laughs> that put duck bumps on my goose pimples, as they say. That was powerful. Well, if we did it, <laughs> if we did that and got good at it, we start on our kids trying to fix them, our parents trying to fix them. Who wants to go to bed at 8 o'clock at night? No, you got to fix you. That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, when we understand that and mm-hmm. you look at the miracle, the mm-hmm. true miracle that people miss is the miracle of the person in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Because we all come from two pieces of DNA, two mm-hmm. little drops, 90% of water, a drop my wife showed me a picture of a seven-week-old fetus. It mm. actually looked like it had a tail, like an alien. Mm. But I said, I want to see the one that's seven minutes old. Wow. Wow. It's a drop of water. There are mm. no teeth, no eyeballs, no hair, no mm. cartilage, no mm. muscle. And mm. all of you mm. out of that. And when you look at that, everything in nature, everything that lives and breathes came the same way. You look mm. at an egg yolk, that is a, in the right environment, that is a live bean, a chicken mm. out mm. of yolk. Mm. 
yeah. every uh, a snake in the water, fish eggs, mm -hmm. all mm -hmm. of those things mm -hmm. happen exactly the same way. So when you look at the miracle and you understand that there's an intelligence inside of us that's greater than the intelligence that we want to run around with here, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that we want to validate and hang our mantle on, that the intelligence that's inside of us keeps us alive. This brain does not have to tell the heart to beat or the blood to flow and yeah. oxygen to pump. Yeah. It's going to do yeah. it anyway. And yeah. that's because on a cellular level, it's already communicating. There's a super intelligence mm. that lies in all of us. The Bible tells us greater is he who lives in me mm. than he who lives in the world. There's something operating wow. in you. Yeah. And when you talk about frequency and yeah. tapping in and bringing mm. all these things together. Mm. Then we stop playing, playing small. Mm. I understand that we serve a mighty God. He says, in my father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would not have told you. And wow. I would go to prepare a place for you. It didn't promise one person. It promised everybody is available. So it's wow. available to everybody. And it's right there, closer, mm. so close you can't even see it. Wow. You know, and that's important because we talk about a faith, uh, uh, like royal king, we're king's kids. But on this earth, you've been recognized as a Sir Dr. James Dentley from the royal order. So even the earth realm has recognized that in you. So let's talk about how you became knighted um, with this great royal order, because it's one thing you're a king's kid on the heavenly realm on this earth, but there are some actual royalty here that has actually recognized you and you were knighted. So you went from being poor, sleeping in your car, going through your ups and downs, through your alcoholism and rehab and, um, you know, losing cancer. money, gaining money, cancer, sickness, sarcoidosis. You went through all of those challenges and obstacles, yet you landed as a knight. Sir, yeah. Dr. James, let's talk about the Royal Order a little bit and that experience. Wow. <laughs> well, the House of Cappadocia is the oldest royal order in the world. Mm. Uh, it's the oldest mm. one. Uh, Constantine the Great and St. Helen. Constantine was a ruler of, of uh, emperor of Rome who brought Christianity as the religion of Rome. And mm. he had to fight his brother who was Catholic and it was a bloodbath. They had mm. they literally destroyed each other. They almost lost it and they won. And his mom, St. Helen, uh, they put saint on it later. Um, she was known to discover and take splinters mm. from the cross that Jesus was crucified on. Mm. and would put splinters inside of soldiers and generals' helmets to protect them uh, when they went to battle. So mm. this is the actual order. There's very few uh, places in the world where someone can bestow actual titles of nobility. The good news is, to make it even better, is that I'm going to be elevated to a uh, a knight cross commander and then a prior, a grand prior of the entire state of Illinois and this region in the Midwest. That means mm. all the other knights that come along through uh, this house will fall under uh, my leadership and under uh, my direction and my support uh, to do that. Now, uh, years ago, Apostle Joseph Stanford from AFC Church, 79th mm -hmm. and Ashton, I was mm -hmm. having a terrible, I was having a downtime. I was trying to figure out what I was going to do next. And a friend of mine had got a phone call. It was Apostle Stanford. I said, oh, I need to see him. I need to talk to him. I hadn't talked to him in about eight years. And I drove with him to go visit him. I said, I, I need to meet with you. Mm. And he said, sure, well, let's have breakfast. So we called up, made arrangements, met down in downtown Chicago. And he says to me, he says, I don't have two seconds in a given day. I don't know why I'm here. Mm. But the Lord just spoke to me and told me to be here. He said, but it's going to cost you. 
And he hmm. never explained it. He sat down, he actually prophesied over my life. And he told me that I would be in the presence of royalty and kings and queens and princes will mm. be there, that I would grow to be someone that would make a difference in the world. And mm. now being in front of over a million people, training thousands of people, I'm just really honored because I try to be a, a lifelong learner and I continue to learn and grow and then have an honorary doctorate degree. The funny thing is I have a D average in high school, no college. <laughs> I have an honorary doctorate degree. I'm knighted by a royal house, an wow. royal house. Mm. Um, we're about to have a polo event on this Sunday. Mm. And the and the most, most impressive thing is I'm married to a double scientist and a physicist. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true. Very true. You know, it's it's so interesting because, like I said, it doesn't matter where you start in life. It's just where you end. And you have ended up on top for sure um, with all of the purposeful living, the things that you've done, um, you know, just the joyous life that you have. It's not an accident. This was by design. This was definitely by design. And what would you say to uh, a person because you've come, you had so much courage, you had so much different achievements and the things that we talked about. What would you want a person to know about you? Because so many people, you have friends all over the world, Dubai, you name it, every country. But what would you want the world to know about you as you look at your life back in reflection from starting out from a little boy growing all the way up to now, those challenges, the sicknesses, the lessons you've learned, what is the one thing that you'd want people to know about you as a person? I choose to be happy every day. Mm. I choose to love every day. I, I'm not afraid of making mistakes. I'm not apologi afraid of apologizing and apologizing for those mistakes. Wow. Wow. Very sincerely in, in making the effort to get better. But I choose happiness. And it, you mm. can too. I've mm. learned to become interdirected. Versus auto-directed, which means wow. I'm not easily driven by the outside circumstances in the midst of mm -hmm. calamity. Yeah. There's always an opportunity, but you have to learn how to see. And to be see, to learn to see is to be still and know. Mm. Be still and know. The board is very, very noisy. And I'd say the last thing I would say is that um, none of us reach our full potential alone. You know, mm. just as... I hopefully can touch the lives of other people, but they touch the lives for me. They touch mine as well because mm. uh, they bring the validation and it keeps the humility where the true power is because you can decide what you, you really care about, what's important to you, and yeah. some things you just let go. So mm. choose to be happy, choose wow. love, and love people for them, not for you. Yeah, love yeah. you can love them across the street. You don't have to be all <laughs> next to you, but control how you... The Bible tells us a person that cannot control their anger is like a city without walls. Mm, mm. But you don't even want to go there. You want to be keep the ship steady yeah. and you can reach your destination and stay yeah. focused on those things you want. And the last thing I would say is that I believe and I do it every single day. I invest in quality relationships. Mm. The quality of your life will be the quality of your relationships. Mm -hmm, Get mm -hmm. around good people that are doing it. If you can't find them, you ask yourself a question, where are they at? Where are they spending mm. time at? Where do they yeah. go? Mm. And you go and show up there. You can serve. You can go there and help out. You can go there and just network around. Uh, don't go there with an objective. Just yeah. go there and meet people in a genuine. And people will see you and they'll open the door for you if you're vibrant. Yes, yes. That's so true. You know, as my mother used to say, when you see crazy coming, 
cross the street, you know, because it's about relationships. It's about uh, being around the right people, like you said, that can make things happen, that could change things, that could really give you life and help your life to be more fulfilling. Because so many people are looking for love in all the wrong places and all the wrong faces. So it's really, really important to know and identify the relationships and and have that inner voice, you know, listening to um, if something's going on, if something's not right. I know you've been guided by an inner intelligence. What is the best advice that you've been given? Because there's a lot of people that you know that are in your ear that are always talking to you. You're a great reader. You read lots of books. But what's the best advice that you've been given as an entrepreneur? Hmm. When I see the world going in one direction, I go the opposite. Mm. Also, to have wow. the awareness and tap into the awareness and, and uh, to the point where you can see where the world is going and see how can you get in front of it, how you can bring mm. value to it. Wow. The biggest wow. thing a person can do is to, is to tap into the greatest power you have, mm. and that is of imagination. Wow. Even wow. imagination is so connected to your faith because mm. even in prayer, we are to pray as if we've already received it. So all you really have to do is be. Be present of what it is you want. You can tell the future if you're going to write it because mm. if you if you become the person you desire to be now before you arrive, then you automatically do the things necessary to achieve and have the things that you ultimately want to have. A lot of people have it mm. backwards. They think if I have it, and then I can do the things I want to do, and then I can be happy. No, be happy, be bribing, mm. be mm. helpful, be a student, be of all those things that bring good cheer, that mm. bring a good experience to the world. Use your imagination. Don't suffer from a poverty of imagination or weakness of attention. Stay focused, but use your mm. imagination because in the beginning, God created, and from that mm. time to this time and forevermore, mm. we will always create. Now, here's the last thing I'll say with that. Is mm -hmm. that when you look around a room, you see everything that's in the room you're in or anyone who's listening and watching right, the podcast. Right. And everything you see once upon a time did not exist. So everything that is seen came from the unseen, mm -hmm. including the walls. Wow. <laughs> so wow. but everything needed to create it was already here. So we have to learn how to get out of our own way because, see, the, this planet will thrive without human beings. But if you take mm. the other things that live, you take the plants, the trees, and the insects away, and we don't live. Mm. So we have to get off that high horse and learn to fall in love with the small, the smallest little things. Mm. The, the air, the sun, the trees, it all. Wow, wow. And you take time to enjoy yourself. You take time to pay attention to those little things in life. You, you, like I said, 84 people that you've transformed their lives and now they're living a life of, uh, of the millionaire status. You live your life, uh, Mr. D, as I call you, Mr. D, um, in high definition. Um, what does it mean to you to be so focused, to be so disciplined in life so that you can leave something behind for someone else. They could look at you and say, this is a person that I want to emulate in life. Um, yeah. How important is that to you? Because so many people live their life and they go through life and not really looking back. But I know people are important to you and your life in high definition. Now, a lot of people are living in standard. <laughs> they're living in standard definition. They're not really um, trying to get to that point where they're focused, they're clear, mm -hmm. they're purposeful. How do you help people and how important is it for you, for people to be disciplined, to be clearly focused so they can get to where they need to get to in life? 
Well, first of all, you have to have a, a dream to make a dream come true. But most people mm. have very small dreams. Wow. There's no magic in a small dream. You have to mm. dream really, really, really big wow. because you're going to have challenges in life. And a lot of times people will take their challenges and they put those challenges like right here and they can't blind it. They can't see their dreams and goals because they got to mm. deal with the challenge. They're worried wow. about a bill, or worried about a situation mm. instead of mm. understanding that when they go after the dream, these things will fall to the side. The yeah, dream yeah. has to be bigger because mm. if it's not bigger, it's focused. Stop asking for enough and for yourself and ask to be a catalyst of somebody who can tap into and help the world. Wow. It could wow. be you. You know, you wow. take a woman who was abused as a child. I'll give you Oprah Winfrey, Colonel Sanders, retired at the age of 65, 1,009, eight people rejected him. And mm. KFCs are all over the world. Ray Kroc was selling milkshake machines at 54 years of age. Mm. Before he died, he had 30,000 restaurants, never flipped a hamburger. They told wow. a woman could never fly a plane. And Mary Earhart took to the skies. They said a black man couldn't play quarterback. Well, we got a thousand examples of that from Doug Williams who started and James Harris. Mm -hmm. I mean, it goes on and on and on. It said she never walked and uh, Wilma Rudolph takes a brace off and wins a gold medal. And they said she never walk again. Mm. So stop telling yourself what you can't do and start making declarations of what you will do and take action. And then study. We have this wonderful tool called Google. Mm. <laughs> and, and with Google, all the information you need to do, whatever you want to do, whatever that yeah. whatever it is, yeah. is at yeah. hand. Yeah. If you stop and understand that this will solve a lot of the challenges because mm. once you can get your life free mm. and that means you get money as an issue out of the way. Mm. If you get sick, you can go to better doctors. Mm. You get, they get a specialist instead of being in the county line, especially mm. not just seeing who's on, on, on shift. Yeah. Then you have yeah. someone who's on staff for you. You have an appointment, mm. you know, if someone you care about is in dire needs and you can write the check or you can help mm. them or help point them in the right directions. Right. You can be the catalyst and be able to share with people how to answer some of the challenges uh, because you've already prayed. So the prayer you have then is thank you <laughs> and then keep mm. going. You know, so it's not about money. Money is a tool, but once you get it out of the way, wow. then what will you really spend your time doing? Because most people mm. spend their time working, trying to earn a living. So when you can get that out of the way, can you serve more? Can you spend more time with your parents? Can you spend more time with your children and be invested mm -hmm. in their life? Can you spend more time investing in your dream and the things you want to accomplish? Can you go see the world so you're not stuck in a linear yeah. view of what your neighborhood is showing you and get mm -hmm. out of here? Mm -hmm. Because I never thought I'd travel all over the world, but I did. And you can too. And I'm telling you, you'll get a mm -hmm. different perspective. Your kids need to get out of here and go someplace yeah. and look back. <laughs> you know, so these are the things that you do. You want to get, you fight to get your life back not for the money and the trappings. Those will be, they're cool. Get what you want to get, but you'll, you'll get bored with that and realize that's not it. To know that you can make a difference in someone else's life mm -hmm. and to know that your children and your nieces, nephews, and the community is watching you mm. and knowing that you made a difference. The mm. song says, if I can help somebody along the way, then my living shall not be in vain. And your living is definitely not in vain because you have helped thousands upon thousands of people worldwide. Like you said, you've got money out of the way. You're able to have some toys to play with, some different types of toys. Help so many different people to be able to go on and live, which is important because you give inspiration. You give inspiration. You give uh, motivation. And this is what people need today. You are a hope dealer. 
because you're dealing hope out every day to a lot of people. And definitely the gifts that God has put in you, you are using them and you are giving back. Um, one thing I want to ask you about is all of the things that you've accomplished and where you are now as a trailblazer, as a pioneer, as a maverick, as we call you, what is the thing that you want to give your creative energy to these days because you have all these accomplishments. You have all these accolades. You've been given numerous awards. I think you even have a Grammy or Emmy or one of those <laughs> as well. I saw you holding something up gold. We're like, what? So what would you like to give your creative energy to um, now? Because you're at this stage in your life. Like you said, money is not a problem. You've helped a lot of people, great accomplishments. But what would you like to give this creative energy to, to be able to leave for say for the next generation because that's so important yeah. and i know that's important to you yeah well that's why it was important to do the documentary and for everyone to, to tell their story for mm -hmm. me i want to work with my nonprofit organization already always amazing the mm -hmm. others that we support as well and i want to be able to help entrepreneurs to learn how to start grow mm -hmm. and scale a business most mm -hmm. people don't use the word scale. They don't know what it means because no one has taught that. But Stephen Covey said, you begin with the end in mind. When we built JD3 Media and TV, I understood where this company would need to be in five years and where my role was going to be in three, which mm -hmm. would not be as a CEO. I'd be maybe mm -hmm. a chairman to step out of this. But mm -hmm. the bottom line is that it's because you want your life back, but you got to learn how to scale a business. Mm. That's got to be the key because I think we're just playing it a little bit too small. Wow. And we don't wow. know that it was. See, it used to be a time. I had a friend of mine in 1992. I'm at his home and I had. I said, Carl, I got this great idea. He said, what is it? And I had so much respect for him because he was my mm. rich friend. So nice, kind. But mm. boy, he lived a great life. I said, mm. I got an idea. I'm going to make a million dollars. He looked at me and <laughs> said, just one. Mm, wow. And he took away from me the ability to ever think that way again. I never think that way anymore. Mm, mm, to have the wow. audacity to claim it. And there's no number so big. There used to be a time where being a billionaire was a big deal. We got a new billionaire coming up in this country every two weeks. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it's it's really interesting that you say that because people are reading information. People are gathering information. We talked about Google, all this information technology that's there. Yet people are being bombarded with all kind of information, and all kind of advice. What's the worst advice that you have been given as an entrepreneur? Because all of this stuff is out there, but everybody is not zooming in and tuning into the right information. Yeah. So what's the worst advice that you've gotten as a businessman and entrepreneur? When someone brings me their idea about how great their idea is going to be, how impactful it's going to be, and they don't have any money in that, in that idea and no track record, but one or the other, and I invest in that, I lose 100% of the time. 100% mm. of the time. Yeah. So yeah. the best advice is to document yourself. To start small and compile little small victories mm -hmm. and start mm -hmm. building up a name. Be a person of integrity. That means you live your word to yourself mm. and you live your word outside of yourself. And it really means that when you mess up, just own it and try to get better. Right. That's right, really right. the key. But the yeah. worst advice would really be um, advice upon investing in things because that's your friend, mm. but it's not sound, or investing mm. in something and the curve has already passed you. Those wow. are the toughest ones. So 
Um, you know, mm-hmm. you just have to seek counsel, but learn it. That's why I'm I'm actually building out a mastermind now because so many people are coming to me and I'm now I'm getting equity to help can consult for people in their company mm-hmm. because I can help them grow it. And if I have equity, I got mm-hmm. a reason to help them grow it. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that it is better to have 70% of something really big than have a hundred percent of something really tiny. You know, <laughs> you know, 70% of 1 million is 700,000, yeah. but a hundred percent of 10,000 is only 10,000. Yeah. So you, yeah. you cannot reach your full potential mm. by yourself. You have mm. to, get other people and you have mm-hmm. to learn how to ask the, the right questions. Right. Right. And, and that's important. And, you know, it's so many things that have happened. So many things is going on. Like I said, in this fast paced world, stress, people are chronically stressed. They're trying to make it. They're trying to get ahead. So much is going on. You kept your head above water, even through the pandemic. People were losing money. They were losing jobs. They were losing their mind. And you managed to keep it together and to grow through that time, which says a lot about your character, says a lot about your stamina and your and the way that you live your life, purpose-driven life. It's very important. Like I said, you're living your life in high definition as a hope dealer because you're dealing out hope every day. And that's very important. Um, I just, I'm just so thankful um, for you as a trailblazer. You mean a lot to a lot of people all over the world. I just want to thank you for taking time with us uh, what is it that you would like to say to an entrepreneurs out there that are listening that they are saying, well, he said a lot of great things today, but what advice would you like to give the up and coming entrepreneurs that are trying to make it post, I want to say pandemic. I know we're going through it a little bit still, but what is the important thing that you want to say to them to let them know that they can make it, that they can take it, that no matter what's going on, what side of the tracks you've been born on or what side of the bed that you might get up on, both sides of that bed belong to you and that you can have a better life. Yeah. Well, number one, you know, increase your dream, the capacity of your dream and don't give mm. up. Most wow. people quit before it's time to win and they mm. get depressed. Things are not going well. It gets really hard. But when it gets really hard, that means you're close. You just don't know it. Mm. And you give up and you might be this far, one breakthrough, one more introduction, one more door, one more phone call, one more event. One more. Don't quit before it's time to win. Seek Mm -hmm. counsel. You know, next year we're going to be doing a series in Chicago of events. Some will be virtual and some will be virtual and live. And But we'll do 13 live and virtual events. And they're going to be about business growth. So we invite you to be a part of those events. Mm -hmm. Join the JD3TV.com community and learn from some of the people that are there. And if you're ready Mm -hmm. to tell your story, that's another conversation that we can have, but you want to study from the best, join our community in 30 days. We're Mm -hmm. going to launch a membership club and that club will not only give you the the inspiration, the information you're going to need, hang out with some cool people, but you also get a chance to win prizes and gifts and just be able to explore a different side because Mm -hmm. we just have really good people that just really care. Mm. Uh, And I think that's important. So Mm. if we start with those relationships, plug into what we're doing with JD3 TV, I'm sure they get more information from from you Mm -hmm. and uh, about where we are and um, and join that community. And I'll tell you, it's really going to come down to who you're spending the time around. And I'll keep it this simple. If you have a child, your child is spending a lot of time out late at night around a liquor store or where the Mm. gangbangers drive by all the time. 
there is a heightened percentage of uh, of the of a, something bad happening in that situation. Yeah, yeah. If they're spending time with people who are doing their work, be very respectful to their elders, their parents. They walk with honor. They look like they have some sense, like they belong to somebody. <laughs> there's a good chance you'll look at them and say, "Wow, that person can make it. That person yeah. can do it." Yeah. So you have to show up uh, a lot differently. And make that decision because ultimately it's going to be whatever route you choose, it's the outcome that goes along with it. Mm-hmm. And just remember, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. It's about mm-hmm. what do you want for your life, not for right now, mm-hmm. for your entire mm-hmm. life. Be yeah. like Van Gogh, who said, I dreamed of, I dreamed my painting mm-hmm. and then I painted my dreams. Wow, that's powerful. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to win. It is time to win. Folks, we're just about out of time. I want to thank you for listening today. My guest today has been Sir Dr. James Dentley, the a pioneer, the trailblazer, the, the, the person that is just bringing it every day, showing up. I call him the hope dealer because he's dealing out hope to people every day. If you did not hear this entire broadcast, I want you to visit our website. <laughs> I want you to visit our website at www.road, the number to eternity. For more information, Mr. James Dentley's information will be on our website along with how to get a hold of him as well. Um, I just want you to know that you are uniquely designed and strategically gifted. Use your gift the way that Mr. Dentley is to impact the world in which we live. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company.